welcome back to the show that is on before Raw, it's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am thanking Johnny Gargano for my first ever NXT Championship. I am amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he is making a killer PowerPoint right about now. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. So if we go to the next slide, you'll see that I'm amazing. Actually, we are the show that's on before Raw, because you released this like a couple hours before Raw comes out. So that That's actually true, yeah. yeah. That, that very, very appropriate. We, we um, kick off the wrestling week. Wow, we're important. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would much rather get it up like Saturday, which would be ideal, but, you know, family and a life and some of that, that's, that unfortunately gets in the way, so... It is what it is, but this week, it is us talking about the lesser-watched shows of WWE. Um, those being NXT, 205 Live, and, much to my chagrin, Main Event. <laughs> you do think Main Event should be watched more. You always talk about that. You're bringing it up every week. You're like, man, just give Main Event a chance. I did until I watched Main Event, and then I realized, <laughs> no, no, Main Event does not deserve a chance. But, again, we will we will get to that. Uh, first, we are going to run down uh, Raw and SmackDown uh, and literally just run down, like go down the my highlights as I see them. Uh, Steve may have a couple of things to say about them as well. We definitely wanted to uh, briefly mention the Evolution pay-per-view that was announced and now is literally the talk of everything on WWE programming. Um, if, you, if you have a promo, you now are legally ob- obligated to mention women in some way and how awesome they are uh, which hey that's that's a wonderful thing that's great but it is already getting tiring well it, the problem is and it's the exact same problem they had a couple of years ago for wrestlemania is that they insist that everyone refer to it by its full name which is wwe evolution the first all women's pay-per-view well, to be fair, they backed themselves into this corner because they have a faction from the past called Evolution. So not, even, not only can they not get away from the fact that it's a very common word and means something totally different than what we're actually meaning for this pay-per-view, but it's also meaning a, a stable of four different guys in their company. Right, right, One right. of which is one of the bosses now. I'm just saying, maybe use a different word. And I, don't I, use I, the tagline. People can catch up. Like, we never... When it was time for WrestleMania 33, we did not need the specifier, the ultimate thrill ride. You could just say WrestleMania. We know there's a new one every year. And yet. We catch on. And yet, they love their marketing taglines, and so we got the ultimate thrill ride. And uh, I think my favorite was when they went Hollywood, and the best thing they could come up with for a song was Big Time by Peter Gabriel. And I'm like, man, you guys are setting yourselves back several years with this. But uh, hearing that song, yeah, just constantly on the build to that. And they were talking about how WrestleMania goes Hollywood. And yeah, that was that was exhausting. But um, this will be awesome. I, I think that the pay-per-view itself will be good. I I worry about the build to it because they can't build to a co-ed pay-per-view at this point and, and do a good job of it. I don't know how the hell they're going to do that for just the women. Like, is the Raw and SmackDown before that going to be just women? Uh, no, because you don't have enough. I think what you mean to say is that the wrestling will be okay. I don't know that anything story-wise is going to be good. I don't think the payoff of half of these matches is going to be worth much. Well, I think, uh, so like Mickey James has put out a challenge to Trish Stratus saying, hey, I want to wrestle you on this thing because 
this that would be awesome for our first ever women's pay-per-view and uh, th- there's a lot of matchups that should happen like lay cool should reform and take on uh uh not right squad Who should they fight who's lay cool oh uh, you don't know who lay cool is oh damn uh, okay i'm not gonna get into that no uh, it, it's Layla. okay thank you okay no, it's Layla and michelle mccool who michelle mccool is now married to the undertaker uh, in real life, and Layla was 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 pretty good in her in her day. Um, as far as the divas go, she was she was very very good at the wrestling stuff. Um, so that, they they were just a t- a team that were just the worst bitches on the roster, basically, and they would totally take on uh, the Iconics now, and that would be an awesome match. Like that's one that should happen. So there's a lot of matchups that should happen on that show. I don't know if they will. I don't know. Uh, we'll get to. Sashaley very very briefly uh, I don't know if they'll actually break up and have a match or if they're besties for life now who knows but yeah I I think the build to it since we're not until October like the end of October is going to be excruciating yeah it's 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 gonna be a little tiresome but that being said I'm excited for a pay-per-view where there is no excuse to not have Becky Lynch on it so you know what? I will put up with whatever we have to to get Becky Lynch on a pay per view, and at the way she's been going, she's gonna win something, and that'll yeah, be nice. I, she should be champion by that by then. I certainly hope so. I don't think she'll. Be uh, champion so my until Ra- then. I think that's when she'll win the championship. Uh, we'll get to that. I certainly hope that's not the case. Um, raw highlights. This is just kind of a stream of consciousness. Uh, deal with it and talk about what you want to afterwards. Oh, afterwards, I have to wait till the end. Yes, do not interrupt me. This is going to be literally one sentence. All right, well. So. Floor is yours. Here we go. Bo is happy to finally have a brother. Finn is indeed a tiny man. Chad Gable is a raw NPC. <laughs> Sasha Lee is unified, and I still don't buy it. Mickey got a note from the bosses about her outfits. <laughs> Titus Worldwide. Swing back at the Authors of Pain. KO has a chance to steal the monster's briefcase. Mojo continues to truck the lower mid card. Balor, Rollins, McIntyre, Ziggler get the Teddy Long treatment, playa. And please just let Roman do the damn thing already. Sorry, Bob. I was hoping for Bob. Um, I like Mickey James's outfits. Um, you like her? You like her getting the New Day's uh, Dragon Ball outfits from yes, WrestleMania? I, I lo- she is the only woman whose outfits are would like work in the 90s like it just makes no damn sense based on the like slutty slutty uh native american and slutty mom like it makes no sense to suddenly turn and go shoulder pads and like a a power rangers knockoff but she's been wonder woman recently she's been um there's been a couple every that's that's part of my Mickey James is just a joy to watch right now. I think she's one of the best sellers in the women's division. She flops around in, in amazing ways. She's fully into her character. And every time it's, she comes out in a new outfit, it's like, guess that reference. It's like when there's cosplayers downstairs at work, and I need to try and guess what, what they're cosplaying as, but they've gone too sexy, and they're not next to the original thing. That's every Mickey James outfit. I'm trying to figure out what she's referencing. Okay, so I'll I'll let you continue figuring that out. Um, 
I, I I like the Kevin Owens bit because we got to see Stephanie McMahon in every iteration of her most annoying personalities, like being like, I I started the women's revolution. You're welcome, women, to clap for me because I came up with this all on my own. You know, Triple H did get to speak during the announcement of Evolution, but Vince is just standing there, beaming at his baby girl. You know, she's doing it. I'm so proud. And uh, and then being condescending and you know giving Owens the match, basically because Triple H he's still Triple H's boy, so she has to do it. I I I could see that like going through her mind of like. Wait a minute, he's going to yell at me as soon as I get home. I better give <laughs> Kevin the shot or If they explained that at. though in storyline, like we don't know why he's Triple H's boy. Like uh it just, it's just he chose him. I mean, he handed him the title that one time, so I I I think ever since then you get these pictures of you know when they, when the guys win in NXT or even the women win, you get Triple H, you know, point at him just like this is the one right now. Look up to this person, so I yeah, I, I don't know why exactly he came up through NXT, quote-unquote, so now he's Triple H's boy, maybe. I don't know. But uh, he's got a shot to take Braun's briefcase, and I I hope they do that because Braun is the only guy on the roster that does not need a briefcase right now. But he has it. And Owens could desperately use it. I, I agree, but they should have done that in the first place. If you take it away from him now, it would be it's, – it's just weakening Braun – which they've been doing for a while now. Braun has lost a lot of steam, and it might be because the briefcase is weighing him down, and so maybe this is a way to try and rectify that. What I would like to see is this becomes a hardcore championship-type situation where, like, yep, you take the briefcase, but now anyone can challenge you for the briefcase. You have to cash in before someone beats you, and it's a 24-7 thing because I missed the hardcore championship. And that briefcase could just be beat to snot. Like, my favorite thing is when the briefcase gets dented really bad. You could dent all different sides of this. It could be duct taped together. You could just really show the wear and tear on this briefcase. Because you can never cash it in because Brock Lesnar doesn't show up. Uh, I like the idea of battle damaged. Like, like it's the toy, basically. You have one side and it looks pristine, then you flip it over, and that's the battle damaged money in the bank briefcase side. Um, I also love the idea of attaching the briefcase to a belt. (laughs) So it's officially the hardcore title, and you actually, like, somebody big as Strowman can actually wear it. And that makes it really hardcore because it would whack you in the nuts with every step you take, and you're like, yeah, that's how tough I am. Briefcase me in the balls. Briefcase me in the balls. Yeah, that, I'd, I'd be all for that. Um, I definitely would love to see the hard. I've mentioned before, you know, the story, the uh, idea that I've heard kicked around, uh, not by like people that would actually do it, but um, doing the hardcore championship and having it be on the network, and like you get an alert on your phone while you're oh, at work or yeah. whatever. You, oh, hey, the hardcore championship is being defended right now. Like, uh, Big Show is walking through the airport, and <laughs> Titus O'Neil came up upon him. At uh, security, <laughs> knocked him out, and now he's the champ. That would be amazing. You turn on your phone, and there's Big Show like going through the X-ray. <laughs> it's like, oh, like I'm, that's that's the kind of stuff they should be using the 24/7 network that they've created for, and they they are not. So they're also not using the damn network to house their sh- their own show main event. That makes no sense. None of this. Makes I'll get sense. to that when we get to main event. None of this makes I sense. went to look for main event. I was like, okay, well, I know where to watch it, and I went there. No, no, you have the the episodes from a month ago. Thank God I have a <laughs> subscription to Hulu. Otherwise, I couldn't have watched it. Wait, wait, wait. They have the archive from a month. Yes. Ago. So people who have the network and don't have Hulu, which there are many, 
I'm assuming, uh, have to wait. They're a month behind on their main event watching. Man, that's painful. I guess. That is painful. Yeah. How are you going like to follow the storylines that, that lead into their pay-per-views? I, I mean, that that's that's a joke, right? That's We'll, we'll get to that when we get to main event. Um, main event. I, I love that we're sir. building to that. Like, that's the last thing we're going to talk about. It is easily the least thing we're going to talk about as well. So <laughs> it's, it's last and least. Uh, what is not the least is, I think, probably the best overall show this week, um, SmackDown Live. I, I, they built uh, everything towards something for SummerSlam, and everything moved in a direction. So uh, my highlights for that show are as follows. Randy sees a little legend killer in all of us lowlifes. We're on the right track with Almas and Bye Bye Rusev Day. Asuka dominated Billy. Ellsworth is out again. Joe refuses to be pedestrian. Becky's time is now. The tag teams are getting rowdy. And hey, it's Debar. And The Miz would never bring his daughter to your crappy city. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I quite enjoyed this show. Um, yeah. Samoa Joe is back. very good, top to bottom. Samoa Joe is back. Oh, God. And that's, that's all I want to say. Samoa Joe is back. Give that man a belt. He can do everything yes. that AJ Styles has done with that belt. It'll look oh. good on him. He will make it feel important. It'll be just a continuation. That belt, AJ Styles has done phenomenal things for both. And everyone who's challenged it, like from Nakamura to uh, Randy Orton to Rusev, everyone's fought for that belt like it matters. And I love that. And not, uh, Samoa Joe will do the same thing. And I ho- hope he defends it well. And he, Or I hope he gets it. Hope he defends it well. He is going to choke so many people. Oh man, that that is the best part was the confusion of so Ellsworth is kicked out, he's gone, like he's fired because I I I get that he's supposed to be a creepy dude, so you have to have him say creepy things to Paige, but I thought they went a bit too far with it, especially in the the time in our society that we're in right now, like that the people weren't even booing it. It was just like, oh, that's disgusting. Stop saying that. Get get rid of him. And then when she fired him, you know, they were all for it. She kicked him out the door butt first. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty cool. But while that is happening, Joe, who's, you know, we're supposed to be finding out who Styles' opponent for SummerSlam is, Joe just sneaks up on him, and the first, the next thing we see is Styles just laying on the mat because Joe has knocked him out. And then he signs the contract, and it's like, was he supposed to do that? Or is he just stealing that contract from whoever That's was That's what I thought it was, which was another thing I would love to see, is just, like, whoever can write their name on a contract. Right. Like, that's a match. You could totally do that. Just put a contract in the yeah, middle of the absolutely. ring and just have everyone fight for it. So, I'm pretty sure they've done that before somewhere. Like somebody got to a contract before somebody else, and the like the the Vince or whoever it was at the time was like, he signed the contract. Like I can't do anything about this. this is legally binding. This has to be the match. It's a now. piece of paper, guys. That's <laughs> nothing I can do about it. Sorry, talk to my notary. Um, but yeah, then we when then we see Paige come up to him, you know, later on and ask like, hey, yo. I chose you because you're awesome and unpredictable. Why the hell did you do that? And it's like, okay, so you chose I'm the unpredictable awesome guy to do something. <laughs> yes. But is the the way he says uh, the way he says anything is just awesome. He's Joe. He's Samoa Joe. But when he says, you know what you chose to do is pedestrian. What I did was phenomenal. <laughs> and just walks off and I'm like, Yes, Joe, Joe, Joe. Oh, Yes, I, I am ready for that. Please, please. And I also found out why he's been gone. He hasn't been injured recently. He's been on vacation. That's a long vacation. He popped up on... 
he popped up on up up down down and said he's been spending like a month at the beach with his family and he actually left the vacation to come back to smackdown just to wrestle and then he's going back so yeah he's like currently on vacation with his family he's just coming back to smackdown to wrestle a bit and build up to his feud for the title at SummerSlam. wow so he's, he's living that's the life, great then yeah damn right he should be he's he deserves it well, he's, agreed. he is agreed i think they work all the wrestlers too hard and they should all get to go to the beach more often SummerSlam yes. should be at the beach. There you go. Brock Lesnar fights the shark. Shark becomes universal champion. No. <laughs> at least the damn shark might show up for a show or two. He's going to go over the shark. He's going to pick the shark up, F5 him twice, and then elbow it till it shark bleeds. I don't know. In the commercial, they, he only elbow, he only F5s that shark once. Oh, the, the shark's going to go to spear him, as sharks do, and he's going to literally jump the shark like he jumped Goldberg. And then everything I said is going to happen. The best, the best part of that statement is your marine biologist self coming through, and <laughs> he spears him as sharks do. <laughs> You've seen a shark spear a, 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 a seal before. That's amazing. Yeah, it it is. I, I just love the comparison of of, of big dogness and and sharks. They're sharks the same thing. are way more of a spearing animal than dogs are. I've never seen a dog do a spear like maneuver to a. Seal. I, I said big dog. I was talking about Roman Reigns. I know, I know, but I'm just saying Roman Reigns' theming is off. Well, uh, yes. Uh, you can't be the shark in the yard because that doesn't make any sense. You can't be like the shark in the ocean because that's a big place. So I, I I get why he went with dog, but whatever. That's because the Undertaker calls it his yard. So what? who owns a yard? A dog. A person. Or a groundhog. The groundhog. Dogs don't <laughs> own anything. They don't have property rights. <sighs> moving on to the best that well i don't even know want to say second best show because it was also it was very good uh it was nxt this week uh we finally get to talk about nxt i'm so excited it's an hour of uh programming that you absolutely need to watch because it featured a title change of the nxt championship we'll get to that at the end there's two other matches uh, Adam Cole had a quick defense against uh Sean Maluda yeah, no name who was in the what was that? Is is he a guy I should know? Uh, like they mentioned, he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, but outside of that, no. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, they signed. Adam Cole has been fighting people, unless it's a takeover. Everybody he's been quote unquote defending the title against are guys that are clearly not going to win. So, and that was the case here. But I like that it built to you know Ricochet coming out saying, "Yo, you don't have an opponent for takeover. I'll be your opponent for takeover." And uh, while Adam Cole's trying to, you know, get back at him and, you know, his his backup shows up in his uh, the rest of the Undisputed Era. So let's take him out. And then, whoops, the Undisputed Era has pissed off a lot of people, too. Yeah. <laughs> and here come the War Raiders and here come Mustache Mountain. And they just have to, you know, run off like scalded dogs, as JR would say. And I, I think that builds to at least two matches at a takeover. So. I assume we're going to get Ricochet and Cole and maybe another person. I don't know. And maybe a three-way dance for the tag titles. Maybe more. All the dances. I mean, I, I have no problem with an Undisputed Era, War Raiders, Mustache Mountain, Triple Threat for the tag titles at TakeOver. That would kick a lot of ass. Yeah, I I like all those teams. I, I would very much enjoy that. Um, have they been doing much with the War Raiders? I really like the War Raiders. 
they have had uh, squash matches. They have done Ooh. really nothing else. Right. Yeah, they. Th- th- that's why I really want to see them in this match because this would be their first. I think their first takeover because I think on the last one they had them yeah, do the, the, the like the dark match from takeover. So you get the you know that that after takeover NXT episode. They were on that. So no, they haven't done a whole lot. Uh, I think this would be a good showcase for them and the, the other guys. I absolutely want to see in a match. So I I think it would be great for them. Great spot for them. Uh, I'm curious what you think of Lacey Evans because I imagine you probably don't know a whole lot about her either. I don't. This whole match was weird because it was after they had a little promo with Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler, both of whom I'm a big fan of. I was like, oh, I want to watch them. I don't want to watch these ladies. I want to watch those ladies. And so I was like, well, you just reminded me how great NXT women's wrestling can be. I guess I'll watch this. It was all right. Yeah, and that's uh, they are clearly making her out to be a, a big thing as far as they're concerned, and they call her the Lady of NXT. I think to me, she looks more like a child that dressed herself for the first time ever. <laughs> she didn't like have she's wearing like this fan. <laughs> that's coming. Um, one more head trauma, and she'll maybe <laughs> don ski goggles and a, a tutu or something. Uh, yeah, I, her matches are they're fine, but they're nothing. I I do like her finisher and calling it the women's right. <laughs> I think is a is a fun title and uh I she's basically Liberty Bell from Glow. Like I feel like she saw that character and really really honed in on some aspects of it and we're like, "Yep, that's who I'm going to be." And I don't I don't think she has the Southern Bell accent. Can't remember if she's actually even really spoken outside of like screaming at people, but yeah, she's she'll definitely be a a, a big th- a big deal, I think, soon. But she's not there yet. Like it's just not not there. I don't know if she's gonna be in the main classic or not. I doubt it, since she's already in NXT. But I could be wrong. Who knows? Not I. The main event of NXT. Don't worry, I'm not talking about main event yet. You don't have to run away. Is Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black for the title? And Chapa wins, which we found out like two weeks ago. Yeah, this really, really, really was ruined, and it was everywhere. And it's like, oh man, watching wrestling in the modern day kind of sucks. Because you well, know... watching the wrestling that you don't watch at the moment it happens, and in this case, when it's taped, which you know that's a very, very small group of people. So, yeah, the way they blasted that out on their social media, and then everybody else did, that was impossible if you follow wrestling to avoid. So, yeah, yeah. that sucks that it was that part was ruined. But I I hope you would agree with me that the match itself still kicked much ass. I suppose I could agree with that. (laughs) Um, yeah, I I think this is uh, probably Alistair Black's hardest hitting match so far. Like I think his ma- his best match overall so far has been with uh, was Velveteen Dream yes. Yes, at yes, Takeover yes. Uh, two Takeovers ago or whatever, and uh, but I think this was his his most vicious because Champa you know he's pulling out all the stuff he's he's treating him like Gargano mm-hmm. he's he's you, pulling up the mats on the floor hitting the DDT off the ropes on right onto the top of his head which you know Andy Orton Randy Orton does but doesn't make it look nearly as as vicious I don't think um, gouging his eyeball. Like everything he could do to win this match, he did, and I mean, still would have come up short probably if Gargano hadn't decided to get involved and screw things up. Yeah, it, it was 
a, a well booked match. It was a well wrestled match. It was it was fun. I I really wish I could have, you know, been invested in it, but just the nature of the world prevented that. Change the world, somebody. Yeah. So, uh, do you think this sets up a triple threat at a takeover? Uh, possibly. I mean, Black has to get his rematch. Does he? Do they always do that in NXT? Don't they just let some people just um, get called up when they lose? I mean, he he could. I I think he'll be in the match. Uh, either Champa retains or Gargano wins, maybe, and we finally finish off that. Well, I probably continue that story. What am I talking about? And maybe Black moves up like the next night because he he's done everything he can in NXT. Like he could definitely stay down there and still be hot shit for two more years or whatever. But I think it's time for him to move up. No one wants two years of hot shit. I I would rather not. I'd rather you take that out of my room right now, please. Well, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> Whatever we get in it at uh, TakeOver, it's going to be awesome. And this, if you did not see it, was a, a lot of awesomeness. And I want to say there's no, not even a commercial break in there. Like, they did, they did it right, and they did not uh, break in the middle of it, I don't think. So, that helped even more. Yeah. So, what did not help? My mood... Anything else this week? Actually, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll, we'll do a couple of grapple with it, or we'll do at least one. I'll grapple with something before we get to main event well, so we can really build to it, to tease it out. That's uh, the, the grapple with it I had for you is about main event because this show is the main event uh, NXT. Let me, let me think of a, uh, another grapple with it. Or I guess you could do the, the other one. Do the, the Daniel Bryan one. So Day of Brian's Revenge, uh, we had him, the Miz get the better of him, uh, outsmart him with a baby doll. And also I, my favorite part about that was not that just he used a baby doll, but he also, when it was a real baby, it was a stunt baby because he would never bring his baby to the cesspool of a city. Well, it was Cincinnati. <laughs> I mean, come on. That, that's his hometown, though. <laughs> Is it? I didn't. Like, that's, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's his hometown. So I think that, that, that makes it even lower. But, um... So Daniel Bryan needs to get revenge after he you know got kicked in the head and then uh, skull crushing finaled, and I, it's an interesting feud because okay, so you absolutely are going to play off the total Bellas and Miz and Mrs. stuff because they they love being able to show that stuff in their feuds and I mean th- they should because it's quote unquote reality and you also have in those both those reality shows both men are now fairly new fathers. For the first time so does brian like this is probably gonna get too real this is not gonna be that funny necessarily but does brian treat it like uh, does he treat miz differently now because he's a father himself so he understands i want to humiliate this man i hate him with every fiber of my being but do i want to embarrass him in front of his children because you know that's not cool like that that going that far is not cool i wouldn't want somebody to do that to me you so, care what Miz would absolutely thinks do about you? Kick the crap out of me in front of my baby. I don't care. My eight-year-old. out of me with my baby. About. He's the one who's going to remember it. He's going to beat me up. Beat me up in front <laughs> of a till... baby. Yeah. So that, there's there's that. Uh, I, I unfortunately I recently they've been, they've done better with like in his current run they've done better with Daniel Bryan his booking and his the, the way he. The, the, the stuff he does when he's not wrestling 
which is obviously going to be above and beyond. But the other stuff has been, it's been fun. So I would hope that they would continue with that, not necessarily making it fun, but at least not making it cringy and terrible. So I, I, I think he just says, you know, it's time to put up or shut up. I'm going to fight you. You need to get ready. Like we're done with all this stupid toss me a baby doll and talking at me on a different show because I'm not there. I'm going to get in your face and you're going to have to fight me and we're going to see how good you really are. Like I, I just hope they're having a blast with this because oh, sure I are. have to imagine the, the Miz has got to be over the moon. Cause he's getting to work with Daniel Bryan who, you know, kayfabe. Yes. He hates him and he's his protege and he, he'll never equal him in his mind. But I mean, in real life, he's got to be just gets behind the curtain is just giddy. It's like, Oh man, that was so good. See, so what they need to do is just do a one-shot thing where Daniel Bryan has it, like, pumps it up. He, he prays on the new father thing. He's like, okay, we're going to have a baby beauty contest. And so he, ha- he like, shames him into it. Like, if your your kid's as attractive as your hot wife or whatever, you'll bring her out here and show her off, and we'll have my baby there. So you know there won't be any shenanigans because I'm not going to do anything bad with my child, even though uh, his daughter's got to be more toddlerish at this point. But uh, so you have uh, the Miz kid, and then you have uh, a, a buggy that that Daniel Ryan's pushing around. And after the Miz shows off his thing and hands the kid off to Marie so that she's safe, Dean Ambrose jumps out of the buggy and kicks the crap out of him. It's Dean. He hit in a thing. <laughs> So that is his thing. Um, also, blow, having TVs blow up in his face for absolutely no reason. I just found out um, about that. I never saw that match. Oh God, that was that that was one for the ages. Why is there a monitor underneath the, the ring? Why is it hooked up? Why did it blow up when he tried to pull it away? That's not that, how TVs. So work. many questions. No, <laughs> none, none of that is how. One, there'd be so many dead people. Well, they never played it. They never uh, uh, finished it off by showing like Hornswoggle come out from under the ring, and he had like chips and whatever. Why, who was watching that TV? <laughs> like this, they don't put monitors underneath the ring for any reason. That was not. Uh, oh, that was that was super dumb. I'm super dumb for forgetting that we haven't talked about Two Hundred Five Live yet. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just thought to my. I looked at my notes and I was like. Oh, yeah, and we got to that, and then I, why didn't we talk about that? Oh, because we didn't actually get to it. So, yeah, I had that last in my notes, which is uh, bad on my part because um, NXT should have been last. But I, I, it was still a good show. I, I hope you enjoyed it. I don't think you've ever watched 205 Live, so nope. I hope you got to you got to kind of see what the show's about. And I know you didn't watch the entire episode, but uh, getting to watch Tazawa and Gallag- Gallagher I go again. Miss go both uh, those men. They are yes. amazing. They, all these, all these guys are great, and I would like to see them do more stuff. So maybe I'll start watching Two Hundred Five Live. Maybe. Uh, what did you think of? Uh, if that, hopefully they showed it on the clip that you saw, but Tozawa's Tope Suicida, where he just goes head first and almost spikes himself on the floor if they don't catch him. Scary. Yeah. Scary, scary thing. Yeah, that's why I included a photo of it in our notes because the angle that he comes out of that ring at is. It, it's it's bad. It is <laughs> yeah, it's Undertaker gets his feet caught in the ropes as he dives out bad. <laughs> Except he doesn't get his feet caught. It's it's a choice. That's what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the hang time that he gets on his finisher. My God, it just gets higher and higher every time. I think. 
that's a thing of beauty. So and I, I also really like the little element, the little touch at the end of him, you know, jumping on Drake Maverick at the end, who's out there watching the match. Uh, cause this is, you know, ostensibly possibly a number one contenders match for down the road and, you know, Tazawa wins. So he gets in his face, just like, you see that? That's right. That's what I'm about. And he basically says, I understand it's not your time right now, but I appreciate the effort and good job. <laughs> like just seeing a GM that's not, doesn't have an agenda of some sort against anyone. It's just like, I'm here to see good wrestling and I want to see my wrestlers wrestle good matches. Mm-hmm. So great job. Keep it up. That's, I just think that's so refreshing when you have, you know. Uh, Paige doesn't necessarily have an agenda. She hates James Ellsworth, but that's I think universal at this point. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, and being angry at uh, being angry at Samoa Joe for doing something unpredictable when you made it, you made him the number one contender because he's unpredictable is kind of silly. But uh, yeah, I just like Maverick's uh, role on the show, and I hope it continues to be non-confrontational. Just you know, he's there to be the GM. Uh, Lucha House Party fought some jobbers. What do you think of them? Lucha, Lucha. It made me want to watch Lucha Underground. Yeah, probably. That's that's unfortunate. That that's what I was worried about with this show is that it's so much so much high flying and flips and all that stuff that you would be like, oh man, I just want to go watch the really good one. <laughs> I kind of was <laughs> where people turn into dragons and. But here's the, the thing: I can watch any in wrestling, and I'm like, you know what? This would be better if there were robots fighting zombies in it. I'm gonna go watch Lucha Underground. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to get to that. Um, so yeah, they they fight the jobbers, they win. There's not really, I I guess it was just to keep them in front of everybody's eyes so we wouldn't forget about them. But there's not much point to this it match other than felt like it should be on main event. Uh, yeah, if they did main event two or five live matches on main, main event, event yeah, if they could, see that. could do that, then but uh, yeah. So the final match was a fatal four way for the number one contender's uh, spot to. Cedric Alexander's championship. And it was a uh, Gulak versus Ali versus Atami versus TJP. And uh, th- those are probably the four top names on the show right now, outside of the champion. Um, and I, I, it's also interesting that you basically put one face in there with three heels and two of the really, actually three of just the douchiest crappiest heels. Like Gulak has no problem choking you out uh in front of your mother and Tommy is just proving to be a real piece of crap and tjp is just the biggest douche so he likes to call himself the cruiser great i call him the doucher weight <laughs> oh my gosh i was very proud when i came up with that uh what'd you think of this match i thought it was very very good i liked it i i had fun with uh the the, the triple team i liked the the Contrast of styles. I like all these these performers, so I, I thought this was a lot of fun. I agree. Strange logic on why they all got to be there, but it worked. It worked. I liked it. I think it also works because then Ali has to rise up from way underneath, and I think that's when he fights the best. And the, the kind of the stuff that he had to do to really kill himself to make this match work, uh, I think, was worth it. And he definitely pulled off some moves that are – he does it every time out. Like, he, he – I'm sh- shocked he didn't win over Alexander uh, at WrestleMania, but I, yeah, he is the, what they call the heart of 205 Live, I think is what Drake Maverick calls him. But, uh, so it, the match ends when Atami drop kicks him into, against the steps. That and then brutal. Gulak takes advantage of that. Yeah, that did. He has that delayed drop kick, uh, or whatever they call it, and just kicks him right into the steps. And then 
you know, doesn't the Gulak doesn't give him a second to recover, just throws him in the ring, hits him in the Gulak, and uh, he's basically already out. So it's just it's academic at that point, and Gulak is now your number one contender. Yeah, and I can't wait to see he and Alexander go at it. Yeah, I can't wait till we talk about it. I say his name wrong again, and you get mad. To be fair, at least when you say it wrong, you're saying most well, almost the name of his move, and not just a completely made up thing. Yes, that's exactly yes. what I'm doing. Yes, he nods in agreement. Uh, so it's time to get to the main event. <laughs> The most important show in the wrestling pantheon because it is called the main event. It is really funny that they named it that just because it's a wrestling term and it has nothing to do with being the main event because these could not be further from main event matches. But uh, And we only get two. That's the shocking thing. That's the biggest surprise for this entire show. And I wrote about it like five times in my notes because I couldn't believe they kept How doing it. How many do you they need? Keep, they keep cutting to other recaps of other shows. They show the evolution announcement. They talk about, um, they, they show smacked the Ms and Mrs thing. They show, they interrupt. They don't interrupt. I shouldn't say, but literally the moment the last match ends, which is only there's again, there's only two matches. It ends. They cut like they cut the announcers off so they could show Roman reigns beating Bobby Lashley on raw. And they show like the last three minutes of that match. It's like, what is this show? I don't, I, I went into it thinking it was going to be like three or four matches that, you know, on the undercard guys, we don't usually get to see. And we did get two of those, but the amount of recap in between was just shocking. I just kept fast forwarding and being like, okay, now we're going to get to a match, right? Now we're gonna have some other match thrown in there. Nope. Nope. Now we're talking about Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah. All, that, all the recapping is, is a bit bit much i don't know who this is for like i don't know who doesn't watch any wrestling but watches this like it it, it seems like a a strange market that they're going for and yet i do remember there was a time in my life when i didn't have wrestling and i would only place i could watch cable was at my grandma's house on the weekends once in a while so i would get like one main event every other month and that's how i knew what wrestling was going on so i guess that kid is happy that main event is what it is. But if you're going to have a throwaway show, if you're throwaway talent, let's see more throwaway talent matches. Cause I, you know, I enjoy watching uh, Zach Ryder and Mike Kanellis go at it for no reason and no stakes and no payoff whatsoever. Yeah. The only story for every single match they had is boy, these guys are really trying to impress someone, aren't they? <laughs> It's like we assume somebody's watching somewhere. Yeah, let's hope they're Those impressed. Scouts, <laughs> the yeah. wrestling scouts. Yeah, so, yeah. It's it. It seems like a type of show for a bygone era, like you said. Of of, well, I don't get the show, the, the channel that shows all this stuff. So on Saturday mornings, they show a little recap and they show maybe a match that they didn't show elsewhere, and that's that's what this is. But they put it on Hulu, where they have Raw and SmackDown already, and they have Raw where they cut out matches, but I can guarantee you the stuff that they cut out of Raw did not get put in main event. <laughs> you saw all the crap that you already saw in the Hulu cut of Raw on main event again. So, And we, did, we didn't mention the last match. was The Ascension versus Chad Gable, NPC of Raw, and No Way Jose, who dances still. Um, 
I agree that I think the writer of Canel's match was actually decent. Like, I, I think it was an indie classic in their minds. Yeah. Like, they kicked out of, you know, their finishers. and Yeah, there was a lot I, of stakes in that match. At the league. There was. They, they made stakes up. Uh, I was I was glad to see Mike Canel's wrestle because, you know, he came in for a hot second and then Maria was pregnant and he just kind of disappeared with her. I guess they figured that was the best thing and maybe they'll reintroduce him. But, yeah, it's I I'm glad he's still around because... I honestly wasn't convinced until now. <laughs> and uh, that's I what main event is Gable... for is just to remind you that people are around. And that's fine. But like you said, remind us that more people are around. I agree. There are far more people back there at hell. Jinder Mahal should get a match because he came out and just did a quick little. Uh, now he's the, the, the Indian, uh, Guru, not Maharaja, because that's what he actually calls. It. Yeah, Guru on Raw, and he teaches everybody to you know say your mantra so you consent to yourself. Good. That These. just give give him a quick. That's match. what we should grapple with. Man, mantras for everyone. No, we shouldn't. Yeah, this yeah, show yeah. is over. Yeah, 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 yeah. We left time right Aww. now. No, no. Okay. They'll, they'll be doing that next week. I'm sure they have nothing else for Jinder Mahal, so we'll we'll talk about that. I bet you they actually have Jinder Mahal versus Braun Strowman next week. This coming week, that will be a match because you know he deserves it, and that's just another. And it'll probably be him. like a, a no resistance path of nonviolence. Ginger Mahal just getting the absolute snot kicked out of him by Braun Strowman, the new bully, and he's gonna give him a swirly and an atomic wedgie and kick him down the stairs. I don't like what they're doing to Braun Strowman right now. I don't like that it's at the expense of Kevin Owens, who is somebody who clearly. Should I mean maybe he he is hopefully getting the briefcase or something at SummerSlam so he has something to do because he's just had like the worst year in farm in terms of it started okay that mean anything it started the yet movement yeah. was great yes yes and then it wasn't because Shane McMahon got involved yeah. um yep yep screw you man. but that'll do it. For this episode of Pro Grapplers, we thank you for listening to whatever this was. Um, I don't know what we're going to watch next week. I feel like kind of mixing it up and saying, like, we're going to watch Raw and 205 Live and just talk briefly about all the other stuff, not main event. Um, main I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch main that now event. just to see what it is. I just want to see what matches come on there, but I, I do not expect you to watch it as well. Um, that meaning you, Steve, and also you, the listener. So... Yeah, we'll 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 say Raw and Two O Five Live are going to be our two main shows for next week. We'll mix it up. Let's 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 keep it silly, and then then we'll get to the good ones. We'll get to SmackDown. Actually, no, no, no. Okay, so Two O Five Live is not bad, but we'll do Raw and NXT, and then we'll do SmackDown Two O Five Live. That'll make more sense. Okay, so wait, wait. if we get to SmackDown and NXT, that's just too much good to talk about in one episode. So what are we watching again? Sorry, Raw and uh, NXT. Okay, Raw and NXT. We can do that. Yeah. Remember, because the other two shows are taped together. So SmackDown 205 Live all are taped on the same night. So, so yeah, uh, watch all that and whatever other wrestling you want to for next week, and we will talk about it. Um, I really would like to talk about Impact, because it sounds like they're uh, kicking on all cind- cylinders coming out of their anniversary. Yeah, let's just do an Impact show. Well, if you can watch it, I told you I can actually watch the actual episode, so I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't but, know if I can. I'll look into it, see if I can find it go. somewhere. Okay, well, we may talk about Impact as well. There's a lot, a uh, lot of good people going on there, including guys from Lucha Underground. So I would not mind watching it. I have not seen that product in quite some time. Yeah. Also, looks like the women's division is 
just killing it. Yeah, so uh, I've been watching a lot of their highlights. Uh, Impact does a really good job of putting the recaps on their YouTube channel. So the whole Sue Young storyline is awesome. Brian Cage and Phoenix and Pentagon have all been running around. Her three of my favorites. So I'm 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 actually engaged in in Impact. Okay, so maybe we'll look at that as well. All right, but if you like this podcast, please subscribe. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. There's probably a subscribe button of some sort. Click it, and you'll get every episode sent right to you. Leave a review while you're there, if it's possible. You can follow us on Twitter at PGrapplers. Individually, I am at the Jason Sigler, all one word. And I am at Idahobo. We'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm Amazing Jason Sigler. And I am Steve the Shinkakashini. We're probably never talking about main event ever again. Here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers. <laughs>